You got to get your wand out. You know who you are, Harry. Come on, Harry. Slytherin ain't got nothing on you. We're going to get this guy. Hit him with the Accio. Hit him with the Expelliarmus. We're going to get this guy. We're going to summon your dragon. We're going to knock this fool and turn him into fire. Avacadabra! Abracadabra. You were good that's, until that's, you got all like abracadabra. I'm on a cadabra, bro. You don't watch you, Harry Potter? You, but dead. you ruined it with abracadabra. No, no. it's a lot of cadabra. That's how you kill somebody in Harry Potter. Whatever. Yeah, it's like the death spell. But no, this one's going to Sharif because because the, <laughs> the Terminator did not even give a fuck that it's called a wand. He just called it a stick that you do your Acevedo stuff with. <laughs> Trying to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles. Cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and vomit nose. Anything is possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta love that theme song, man. Welcome back, everybody, to I'm a Pot Star, not a doctor, featuring your boy, the one and only Cup Daddy, and my co host, The American Pharaoh. This is a podcast where you can listen to real docs having real talk, and you might mess around and accidentally learn some shit. What is up, Sharif? What's up, brother? I missed you. <laughs> yeah, I, you were I, in I, Boston. I, yeah, I was like, everybody was there. Cuff Daddy is like grinding in the OR, get, <laughs> getting that new practice off the ground. But I, res- I have mad respect. I mean, to do that. I mean, I know you probably had FOMO, and it's so funny. Like, that's that's the text we got. From so many people that it's like, I have FOMO. It's like, just <laughs> come next time. It's like, that's great. But no, we had a good time and we missed you. But we're going to have a couple boys on later that were there. And uh, we'll, we'll recap the week, so to speak. I saw, uh, I saw some pictures that you posted on Instagram. And you had that, that drip. I, I saw the swag. You know, I mean, you, you got, if you don't have much to work with with your brain, you got to <laughs> rattle them. And, and you 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 got to put out like the drip like you're talking about as my kids say the fit fit's got to be tight and therefore I can distract you it's like smoke and mirrors and that way you don't hear all the stupid shit I might say. <laughs> no, you you for sure got swag. You know they say you know I recognize that because you know I think I have swag too. Uh, I mean, what is that right? Like we we talk about swag and. And like, yeah, your fits tight, like your style's dope. Like who like who says it's dope? Like how do you know? How do you know if I wouldn't have told you that your suit was looking looking pimp that day at the meeting? You know, I, I think that we each have our own style, some more than others, some not at all. We'll leave those unnamed. Um, but at the same time, it's it's like what makes you confident? What gives you I think to me, swag is like I look good and I feel good, and there therefore I'm gonna do good so to speak um, yeah so you know game respects game so if you're rocking some red bottoms i'm like yo those are tight and so the, the, that's what i think it is i think it's about feeling good in what you're wearing and, and it makes everything pop no i mean I, yeah i totally feel that like the thing is like so like like in clinic for example right like i'm in clinic i wear black on black scrubs and i got my name on with white and I typically show up, like, if I'm doing a scrub day, that's, like, my, I'm going to be low-key today. I might have surgery later, so I don't really want to dress up that day. And then I got to have, like, the dope kick. So I'm either doing, like, old-school Jordans, 
maybe some Yeezys, but something that's going to pop, right? Like just orange and gray, just like super pop. And, you know, that, and that's kind of like my low key day. So then, you know, I see some, some people that I've worked with over the years and they show up in like the, the OR scrubs, right? They're all kind of like blue and they look like pajamas. Like, I just, I just can't do it, man. So I'm just like, dude, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta set your game up. And I tell people that and they're like, what do you mean? And, and they don't see the difference between my scrubs and their scrubs. So they obviously don't know. So I agree with you. There's a significant difference in hospital scrubs that are bloodstained, even though they're washed and, you know, nice scrubs that have pockets and, you know, your own name, your own logo of your practice, those types of things. I'll tell you this, that for 15, I'll call it 14 and a half years until COVID in practice, I wore a shirt and tie and a white coat every day. And that was my clinic. And it was about ties that were great with shirts, with cufflinks, you know, the whole nine. And that was actually a lot of fun for me for a couple of reasons. Number one, I thought it, I liked that. And I was taught by one of my mentors that wearing a tie in the clinic was important because it showed your patient's respect. It meant like, look, I'm getting dressed up for you as you come in and see me. When you wear the hospital scrubs, you know, I've always felt maybe a little bit that it's just, it's kind of a cop out. It's like, I'm lazy. And I just grabbed the, you know, the first thing I found laying on the floor and I came to work. That's what it looks like. And and I get it. If you're like on call and you ran to the, the, the clinic, okay, I'll give you that. But how often does that happen? So again, I'm not judging people because we have a very busy job. We're in our clothes, you know, 16 hours a day sometimes between waking up, rounding, going to the clinic, doing something after. So yeah, you, you pajamas are fun. And but at the same time, I think to me, the other reason was I'm colorblind. You might not know that with my swag. <laughs> Are you really? Uh, but uh, Yeah, red, green. And uh, so I actually have these glasses that I can wear when I'm outside. Uh, we should get these as a Wait, sponsor, so is, Bobby. These okay, are I'm going to go off topic. Like, what does blood look like for you then? Is it like purple? No. I mean, to me, I've trained myself to realize that's what red looks like, but my red and your red are different. And my red and my, so anything with a hue of red or or brown or green or or even sometimes even orange, they all kind of look the same. So I'm actually pretty impressed. I'm pretty impressed now because you actually dress kind of cool. So like I'm more impressed now. But if you notice (laughs) lots of blues, you know, it's if you, you're going to notice it now and you're going to come up to me at a meeting and be like, hey, motherfucker, you don't know how to match. That's purple. That might be your color wheel. Like my color wheels, like, you know, I do salmon, I do browns, I do Pink. blacks and grays, you know, I do blues. Some people have a, a more diverse color wheel than others. Some do. I don't and, do yellow. Uh, I don't do yellow ever. I can pull off yellow with my olive skin. So, <laughs> but I will tell you that. <laughs> My daughters actually, they enjoy knowing that I'm colorblind so that they can help me get my outfit. So if I'm going on the road, I'm going to go give a couple talks or whatever, shirt, tie, cufflinks, the girls will put it all together. And so I always, at one, I forgot where I was and somebody said, you know, I don't love that. I go tell my daughters. They're like, ooh, it like hurts their feeling. (laughs) But that's what you got to do. I like the suit game. Like I respect it. I did that a couple of times and I like how I feel in a suit and especially like when I talk to patients and I'm dropping knowledge, I feel like you definitely get more respect in a suit. So like when I dress up though, now I, I do more of like a, a business casual, you know, I, I like to do the little Lululemon, little fitted, fitted polo, you know, it's all about the accessories. 
I learned, you learn that from the women, right? They have their nice bags and stuff. You got to have a belt, you got to get the shoes. So I do that too and kind of dress it up. But, you know, that's kind of my, my swag. I mean, I, I kind of wanted, I do suits more for the meetings or when I want to feel, like you said, right? If you look good, you feel good. And there's definitely a, a, a component of that, right? When I dress up, I, I'm feeling it. And I, I would like, tell you, I think <laughs> there's also a regional, well, I'm going to say this. When I just got back from Boston, I can't pull off Cuff Daddy South Beach in Boston. Yeah, it's just there. It's a different style. Yeah. So when I'm in Vegas, when I'm in LA, when I'm in New York, that's a different look than maybe Boston, Chicago, Dallas, wherever. So I think you can wear your Harvard sweater. (laughs) Established 1636. Boston. Uh, but that's exactly it. And and I think you have to know that because sometimes you like walk into a room and people be like, what is he wearing? At that, at, and then at the same time, you might roll in in a full suit in Miami and be like, what is he wearing? You got to you got to know where you are, because I think there are regional differences. And let me ask you this. You talked about accessorizing. So I used to accessorize the shit out of shoes with great socks. And I probably have a oh, tour with socks. Like, I know, but I'm out of. I'm done with socks right Dude, now. Joe Boot has a good sock game. We I, we got to talk when he comes on the yeah, show. Yeah, well, I think yeah, we'll talk about that. But I I put the socks away. I went to the no shows, so now I'm showing a little leg. You get oh, to see you my. Oh, you show ankle. like your medium malleolus, like for yeah, yeah, like yeah. You point to your ankle. Yeah, you're like a. And be like, damn, he's got some good lateral mouths. Yeah, like when you when you see like when I see people with shoulders, I sometimes lift up my arm. I'm like, you know, my shoulder here, and like I'll give them a little flex, and they're like, ooh. They're like, wow. <laughs> now I have to ask you a question. You show Do you your think ankle? If, if, if we if I buy a suit and you buy the same suit, do you get I, I'm sad for you because we have to pay the same price, but you could have gotten two for the amount of material of mine. I, def, I was just going to say that I think about that all the time that I, I get less material. So it's not fair. It, it sucks. And it, it got it's expensive. Like, it's expensive. Like if I can afford to wear a suit every day, I would totally wear a suit every day. Like custom. It just it just feels good, you know, but I don't like to wear the same thing every day. So, you know, we're not you know, we don't do that well. I can't, I can't afford. So <laughs> navy. I'm going to say this: navy suits. There's so navy? many navy suits. Yeah. However, navy there's blue. Navy blue is like power color with the with right. like burgundy tie and the brown right. shoes. That's hot. Yeah. So I was just going to ask you: navy, black or brown? No, black. Like you're going to a wedding. Oh, black or brown? Sho- oh, brown shoes. Agreed. Like if you know, you know. Like if you're wearing the blue with the brown shoes, like I immediately see that. Yeah, and then it, I, I think that's like a level up. I think it pops the blue. I think yeah. when you wear black, it it's like yeah. you just get lost. It's very that's like mm. no style, no yeah. style. So, what is your like go to? Like, if I asked you, you're you're hitting. So we don't have runways as, as docks. We that's have podiums. Right. So when we're gonna get up on the podium. What do you like? When do you start thinking of the outfit? Do you do you think of do you look do you do you look at the the names that you're speaking with and say, oh, that yeah. dude, that dude's oh, tight or one hundred percent? Like I don't even care who's listening to this, like because I'm not even embarrassed of it. But like I have to bring like a suitcase or like my fit every day with my shoes and my suit, and then like I'll show I'll text a picture to my boy Rafi Merzine. I'm like, dude, check out check out all the drip I'm bringing. He's just like cracking up. 
But, you know, um, I res- like, you know, I don't know. So there's a doctor that we hang out with. His name is Bassam Elasan. And that guy, that guy has the dopest suits ever. And if he does, I saw him like showing off his swag. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be myself. I don't even care. So then that's kind of how I feel about it now where I, I like to, uh, you know, I want to stunt a little bit. <laughs> you know that he sometimes brings suits to a day. So like if he's going to be somewhere four days, he's got yeah. suits. Dude, and the dude looks good all the time. I always match. Yeah, glasses match every outfit. That's dope. I mean, you gotta respect respect that shit. Like, and it it looks dope. Like, I would let him operate on me one hundred percent. Whatever he wants to do. So he (laughs) has a picture, and it's one of my favorite pictures of him because he's just one of the greatest human beings ever. Not only is he a phenomenal surgeon, not only is he an innovator and it's like created surgeries that we're all doing now, yeah. but he goes back to the old country and like, and does surgeries on people in need. And so I always love it because he'll be like in a desert and people are in like the regular garb of where they live in the desert. And this motherfucker is in like a salmon colored suit <laughs> with like a lapel. Oh, custom like lapels, yeah. shit all over with a Lego. That's his new thing. The matching with the little thing, the little like it's like the little yeah. cloth that you put in there. What's that called? Uh, what well, I don't shit, know. Like a that pot, shit matches like a, too. That everything matches, matches. Too. Yeah. but it's it's like it's amazing. He's in the desert, rocking an pocket outfit. square. Pocket yeah. square. Uh, yeah, it's pocket square. Yeah, he. Dude. But he's a, he's a legend, man. He is a. If, if we legend. had a if we had like a swag a swagosaurus competition, like for all of the orthopedic surgeons like in the country, and like we were like, who is the best dressed? Like it's like the Met Gala, right? Like who I, I'm I'm saying, Boston Alasan's winning every year. He's like Kobe Bryant. 100%. And he's a salsa dancer. He's like essentially like a semi-professional or professional salsa dancer. So not yeah. only is he going to win, he's going to dance away with it. Do they However, have that like swag competitions? I feel like we should start that. I think we should do that at a meeting. It's an I'm, I'm a pot star, not a doctor swag <laughs> edition runway <laughs> at the meeting. I think we're going to do that at Shoulder 360. I Where's just, Bobby? In Miami. Bobby, Bobby are you come here? on in. I'm, I'm here. I'm just judging the hell out of you guys. This whole conversation. Do they, do they have swag competitions? I feel like we should start this. Uh, not to my knowledge, but we're about to. Uh, we'll sponsor that all day long. I'd love to see it. I think it would be great. I think I think the Miami meeting would be great because you're going to see all different styles. You're going to see like Cuban theme. You're going to see suits. You're going to see uh, you know cup daddy cup yeah, daddy chic. So we'll be out there with a the microphone, like, so we got uh, Sharif Bache here uh, wearing a, a Don't Touch Me Peasant t-shirt uh, made with from Bella and Canvas. <laughs> it's going to be like that. It's going to be great. And I think it, it, it this will, if we, we should do a fundraiser and all money goes to Bassam to buy more suits. Do you have swag, Bobby? I used to. What do and you mean? I had kids and they started to like... I don't believe it. Throw up all over my swag. And, no, it's like a dinosaur shirt. Yeah, of course I am. It's like a <laughs> mandatory to produce a show. So, no, I'm listening to you guys talk, though. And so the interesting thing is, um, I mean, you guys know, listeners probably don't know, but my prior life before getting into to this is I was a rep. So I spent the majority of my time in pharma, which pharma is... So you still drugs. About, basically, yeah. I got... Oh, I got some I mean, stories. Drug we'll talk about that different time. Dress well. Uh, 
<laughs> I've seen what, no, what, Delhi, what, I've seen New York, New Jack City, they all dress well. Well, like everybody in pharma, it's funny because they all, I mean, we all, I did it too. We try to dress to impress you guys. So it's like, we're trying to dress up to look the part, but really we're all broke as hell. So we're trying to do it on a budget too. Um, but then we show up to our meetings. It's, it's like a TJ Max. Marshalls, H&M and TJ Max were my best friends that, that <laughs> but no, we, I mean, we go to our meetings and it literally was a runway. I mean, like you're talking about Danny. I mean, everybody would pack their shit day by day. Everybody's got their fit and it was exhausting. Like I was so See? sick of it after a while. I knew I was normal. People make me well, feel weird. Or what well, I do. Why, do you, why, why do you feel weird about the dress? I mean, what levels are, are do you feel weird? There's Can so many reasons for you to feel weird. Wear my shoes, my spiky shoes, and be good. <laughs> no, you're so right. They're they're always hating. I I still get it. So now, like I am one of the absolute blessings of getting out of the sales industry and into my own business is I get to dress however I want. I mean, I was texting you guys earlier, uh, Sharif, like you were saying, so I have a speaking engagement tomorrow and my daughters were helping me pick out all of my clothes for tomorrow too. Cause I'm, um, I'm partially red, blue color blind. So I don't know the difference between Navy, purple, maroon, or anything in that side. Well, yeah, of the I, blind? I feel like this might be a thing. I gotta go check it out. I gotta go get tested. <laughs> you, you, guys guys stuff on the <laughs> you guys had COVID. And you it's guys like I blind. can't smell and I can't see color now. It's like shit. <laughs> no, I I actually found out uh, when I was in eighth grade. So I showed up to school one day, and I wait. If you thing. can't see color, would I be no, white you to can... you? What? No, listen, you dogs, <laughs> bitch. We, oh we can see color. It's not we're not dogs looking and seeing a grayscale. We just can't see certain colors. I know. God, I'm just fucking with you. So, so I listen. I was like 14 years old, right? Went went to the mall. Went to to Banana Republic. I was feeling like upscale back in the day. And so, so I bought this what I thought was this badass like knit maroon polo shirt. And I wore it to school the next day and I was just like, I was feeling myself. Right. And then one of my buddies was like, Hey, get that purple shirt on, huh? I'm like, well, and this is back in, I mean, what early 2000s, late nineties, whenever it was. And it was like, dudes weren't really wearing purple so much back then. And so, <laughs> so I was like, well, you okay. later, man. we wear purple here. Oh, I'm, I'll wear it all day long now, but at 14 years old, I was so self-conscious. Like that was at the beginning of the day. I had to go the rest of the school day, like not knowing what color my shirt was and trying to like, I didn't. You were ahead of your but time, a, bro. You were ahead of it's your time. Right, it was just a purple shirt. It's not like you shit your pants. I mean, I mean, that would have been bad. <laughs> that would have been worse. It's like, oh man, I can tell that's brown. <laughs> You guys are but, but I, I remember something, Bobby D, that you said that you were in some Detroit. Uh, God, what did you say? Like Detroit man, man of, of style. the man of style. I, yes, I, sir. I mean, please, Jesus, tell me you have pictures of that. What is all that? Right, so I got, um, I got like, pictures. Like a model? So, so I'll, I'll tell you the story how this all happened, right? Um, so this was in my pharma days. So I was starting to feel myself. I thought I had, I had the style going on. 
And so I've got a, I've got a cousin, like we're super tight. We grew up together, played ball together, our whole lives, everything. But he was like one of those guys through junior high, high school. Like he was the man, like six, three athletic, like he played college basketball. All the girls loved him. Like he was that guy. I was like late bloomer, kind of awkward, you know, whatever. So I was always super jealous of him. And so one year I found out that he did this contest and I was like, what the hell are you doing this contest for? Like he was a rep at the time too. I'm like, like, you don't know what you're doing. You like, you dress like shit. There's no way that you're doing this. So <laughs> That's fucked up. Like if somebody told me I dress like shit, I'd probably punch them. I mean, you probably should have, but uh, no. So like, so purely out of spite, I was like, all right, you're doing it. I'm going to do this thing too. So like, so I got into this contest. I put in my, like my nomination for whatever. And, um, Did and you have to send a picture. Yeah. You had to like fill out this whole thing. So it was by a, um, a local designer here in Detroit named, um, William Malcolm. So he's like a high fashion, like suit designer. And so he would put it on every year to kind of support some charities that he does. And, um, kind of like our guy Mason, uh, last week, he has his own radio show. Like he does this and he supports a lot of like the local, um, local, uh, I can't remember what it was. Some of the charities down in the Detroit area. So a big part of it was to try and build awareness there. So part of it was the style portion, but it was like the man of style and substance. So that was clearly where I was going to lose. This oh thing. shit. Was the That's whole, where you're going to yeah, lose. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a beauty pageant <laughs> for men. It was. So like the process <laughs> is like they, they whittle it down to 50, right? And then the 50 guys, they had us do some of these uh, charitable activities. So we went to like um, work with some like underprivileged youths and do some stuff there. Um, we uh, and then they, from there, they whittled it down to like 20. And then from those 20, they, he hosted us on his radio show. And we kind of got to show the personality a little bit. They whittled it down to 10. And the final 10, we did, it was essentially a... So you're in the final 10. Yes. So... I and we're judges right now. Hold on, I gotta ask. Time up. Who yeah. are the judges? I need to know so, how the fuck you made it to the final ten. So <laughs> the, it was it was him. I don't know the whole the whole crew. Listen, I can <laughs> I can fake my way through a lot. All right, I, I know, know how to how to make my way through a contest. But I got to the final ten, and then the judging got real. Like they had a panel of judges. There was a Q and A portion. Like the um, Miss Michigan from that year was one of the judges. I was like, oh shit, this is a little like intense so that was serious um, so i'm i'm hanging out in the back like they they end up getting out to five guys so i was one of the top five there and it was me and four like four of the coolest like black dudes i've ever been around in my life like so nice and they had come up from like all these crazy circumstances right like i got to learn their stories i got to hear about um their upbringings all stuff and so we were just hanging out in the back talking and just learning about each other. We get to the Q&A part. So I'm up on stage now and there's probably 500 people in the crowd. It's not crazy, but it's big enough. Right. So I'm, I'm a little nervous. I don't know what they're going to ask me. I've never done anything like this before. And so um, one of the thing, the first question they asked me was something about uh, biggest challenges I've had to overcome in my life. And I paused for a second on stage and I was like, no. In my mind, it, well, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, I don't want to like lose this on purpose, but I'm not going to like bullshit up here on stage. So I was like, listen, guys, if I'm going to be real, 
all these guys have had much worse uh, circumstances <laughs> than I've ever had. Like, I've been very privileged. My dad's a doctor, this and that, whatever. And I was like, this is like, this is awesome. Four great guys, whatever. Like much more eloquently than that. But uh, the long story short, man, it was it was a very long, arduous process for something that meant absolutely nothing. Did you win? Other than, uh, no, I didn't win. Please tell me you have a picture. I need to see it. I got a picture. I got you. Hold on. Oh, geez. All right. I can't wait. Oh, it's so good. You have no idea. <laughs> a Backstreet Boy or something. If I can get this up, there we go. Boom, right there. That's okay, the so pocket square right like, there, Cup Daddy. What year is this? Uh, 2011? Like, like Clark Kent, like, you look like Clark Kent, like you're going to be it, Superman. You look like Clark Kent if you deflated him, but still <laughs> in shape. <laughs> And that's, then, yeah, that that, that's when I was when I was skinny. Is that Burberry? Reps can afford Burberry? Hell no. That was like uh oh I can't remember the brand. It was like a Neo's brand when he tried to spin into clothing back in the day. It was like a it was like a twelve dollar <laughs> so shirt. So you got so you got a little urban, I like it. Now <laughs> hold on. You got like glasses. Those are the glasses so, I'm wearing. So did the senator <laughs> or common win when I look at these two dudes? Who one of these two dudes? So your your guy common there that's that's my boy Booker, Booker oh, won the whole thing. On? He's got yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, I like so it. listen. I like it even more to pile on the whole style and substance thing. Not only was he just stylish as hell, like you could sit there and listen to him talk for Hi. days. Like he could just tell Hi stories. And, best. and he's, he's got that, that cool hat. That, yeah, the so boy hat. I mean, that looks. you'll love this. Now he's like transitioned, so now he's an author, poet, and hip hop artist. So on top of the style, he's got all that, and I'm just over here. Like we gotta have a competition like this. We gotta have a competition like this at the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons. Oh, for sure. Could you imagine? (laughs) Could you imagine? It'd be it'd be a bunch of dudes in khakis, navy sport coats, blue oxfords, and a red tie. Dude, that would be hilarious. (laughs) They'd be all dressed the same. So this is a true story. When when I was applying for medical school, one of the places I uh, was at Medical University of South Carolina, and I walked in there this particular day. And it was like February, and it was like fifty five degrees. I'll never forget it. I'm in a blue suit, you know, blah blah blah. I walk in, and I look at every dude there, and they're wearing khakis, blue Oxford, blue sport coat, red tie. And like penny loafers. And That's like, standard. I feel like I see that all the time, and it looks good. But I'm like, mm, standard. Standard. I mean, we. I mean, I mean, it was. I, I might. I might get canceled, but it was like the Confederate like uniform, and I just. But it was the weird. It was the weirdest thing, and I and I said, "Oh, hey guys, I, I didn't get the memo," and they looked at me like I, they were gonna murder me. And I was like, "Okay, I'll just be quiet." <laughs> and this girl walks out, I'll never forget, it, and she had gloves on, and it was fifty-five degrees. And I'm like, "Why are you wearing gloves?" She's like, "It's cold." I'm like, "I just came from Michigan. That's cold." So I knew at that point it wasn't where I needed to be, but that was like what we were talking about earlier with like regional dress codes and and whatnot. But with all this style talk. I want to bring on two of our buddies who are also phenomenal shoulder surgeons in their own right. Albert Lynn at UPMC, University of Pittsburgh uh, Medical Center, and then Chris Chenard, a.k.a. Chewy. Can Chewy. I, call, I, I want to see if I can call Lynn, Lynn Sanity from going back in the day. I think that's his new nickname, Lynn Sanity. Um, but yeah, that's I want to bring them on. Take that. 
Uh, okay, Albert Lynn Sanity. Done. There you go. So, so I want to bring them on because these two motherfuckers have some great swag. I mean, the shoe game, the white shoe game, Albert takes to another level. The the blue suits with pinstripes and the phenomenal ties and that that's Chewy. And then I want everybody to go to YouTube and just see how beautiful Chewy's hair is and his beard. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, it is. It, there's a time in the winter he lets it grow out and he's got this big beautiful beard i mean it's like it, it's like if ipa and tombstone met like hipster and tombstone met it's that tie it's unbelievable i love it he like seasonally removes it like a sheep or something you'll have to ask him yeah yeah, yeah. i think he donates it to kids because it gets that long so bring him on bring him on What's up? <laughs> Welcome to the look show. At, look at this swag. I mean, let, let me describe. Uh, I'll get Chewy. You do, Albert? Okay. So Chewy is in this, like, like I don't know if that's his, like, beautiful man cave. There's, like, beautiful art. Uh, it's just, just very... in my living room. Uh, it's very... Uh, it's, like, very Parisian. Like, I, I mean, I'm just sitting in the corner of the Louvre. And then that's where Chewy is. <laughs> All right. You got Albert. <laughs> I mean, Albert looks like I don't even know where he looks like he's in like the like the the jail library. He's got his like hat oh, yeah. on, you know. Yeah, I have one phone call and I made it to you guys. So, <laughs> and I love it. He's got the flat brim, a hat like you like an know. aircraft carrier. Are you a doctor? I don't feel like you're a doctor, bro. No, no I'm trying to be a pod star like you guys. <laughs> you're a big doctor, though, aren't you? You're a big deal. Don't you do like you like hang out with the Steelers? Don't you do that? Something like that, right? Yeah, I, I do some teams. I don't do the Steelers. That's that's Jim Bradley's territory. But <laughs> well, what about you, Chewy? We were talking about your cool beard and like how, how you grow it out and then you like cut it off every season like like a sheep. Well, you can see, yeah. So I just started growing it again. This is uh, this is the, the the start of my my uh, winter coat. Now, how long does it take to get into full blossom, so to speak? Uh, it takes a good probably eight weeks, maybe a little longer. Um, but this is uh, legit. Boy, I think do you oil? Like, do you do oils and shit? You like do the beard game? I do the beard. Oh game. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I ha- I put more products <laughs> in my beard than I do on my hair. <laughs> and, Dude, and both well, are glorious. I remember I got I got my beard in 2019. <laughs> I never had a beard you make before. it sound like that was the first yeah. beard you ever grew. Like it well, right. I, put, I had it on Instagram and I was like, I'm growing out my beard and I was posting it and shit. And like the beard was fire and, and I've had him ever since. And so you know I calm him and I I, I I brush it and I use oils and shit. But it's a it's a serious game. Oh yeah, no. I, I mean, I've got the full-on shampoos, conditioners, uh, <laughs> beard oils, uh, you know, oh. balms. Oh yeah, whole works. So when you walk yeah. into Keels, they're like, "Welcome back. You're here. You're all set." They already yeah, he's just, for you. Right? Are you ready for your annual allotment? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, so uh, you know, Cuff Daddy, I had um, uh, I, I posted some uh, beard porn uh, a couple of years ago. I was, you know, like taking like photos. 
I got some of the weirdest <laughs> shit, like the weirdest stuff DM to me. So finally I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm not doing this again. There are some, <laughs> there was, there is some weird stuff that was coming back at me. So I was like, uh, this was, this was a one and done. The be- the beard is part of your swag though, you know? So I, that's kind of, my, I like my beard, right? It's like makeup for men. It's part of my swag. It's part of my like, look, um, well, it's, so. yeah, it's it's a good look for you, man. It's de- it's it's definitely part of my uh, my 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 seasonal look. The the best thing that happens though is um, like after I shave it, I run into people. You know, obviously we're at all these meetings. You know, people see me in the winter. They you know they're like, okay, Chewy and his you know glorious facial hair or whatever. Um, and then you know they don't see me for like six or eight weeks. I show up like you know after spring break. I've got a tan. I'm clean shaven. The first thing that people say is like, dude, what happened? Did like did you lose a bunch of weight? <laughs> I just shaved. Like, yeah, shave. hair. Yeah. Albert looks the same all the time. He's always, you know, with the with the with the bald head and stuff. And I thought he had a tattoo. Like he's got like that little mole on like his cheek. And I was like, damn, this guy's got a teardrop tattoo. Dude, it's two teardrops. Murder two people. Yeah, I was like, Phil, I really Phil want to be a surgeon. I, re- I didn't know you. Remember, Albert? I was like, dude, this guy's a G. Like, he dresses, he wears suits with tennies. I'm like, I like him. I'm like, and I think he's a gangster. He's got a t- tattoo on his chin and then on his cheek. And then I met him and I was like, oh, that's just a, that's like a birthmark. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I, I, I try to go for that Mike Tyson look. You know what I mean? I, uh... It's scary. Do people, are people scared of you? You know, because they think you're like... <laughs> right no come on don't just tell me you can, this is a safe space this is a safe I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what though you know the the, the beard talk here has got me uh, some beard envy right now I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm still trying to grow mine out you could do i'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll donate mine to you after i shave it we get glued <laughs> on your face at the next meeting and then see what people think be kind of funny just watching you walk around I like your look, Albert. You do. You're kind of like me. Remember, we were talking about that you wear the hat, and you know we're little, and we kind of got like our little hip hop swag. Do you? Uh, what are you talking about? Like little. Like, how, what's your clinic look? Clinic look. I mean, I've gone. I don't know about you guys, but I, I can't, I can't do the suit in clinic anymore. To be honest, I, I do, I do, uh, I do some the, my, my scrubs. I do the, uh, I do yellow cross. What's that? I do yellow Crocs. Oh. Do you have widgets? Do you have widgets? What's up? Do you have widgets? Oh, I, I have. Widgets. So, I have. I have a pair of camo camo Crocs that I have some widgets on, <laughs> and one oh, of them man. is for one of them's I for my daughter. The other one's a Paul for my dog. And the other one's just skull and crossbones because that's how I feel most of the time. I like it. <laughs> you know, I got my first Crocs at this last meeting at Ortho Summit in Boston when I opened up the swag bag, and I'm like. Did I just get Crocs? Did they give you Crocs? Oh, dude, it's a whole haul. It's an entire uh, haul that you got. I got this big bag. I actually did. My daughters made me record a video, and it's it's like you know, you're unboxing it or yeah, unboxing. <laughs> and I sent it back to to Kevin, and he's he sent it back like that's amazing. I'm like, you can post it if you want, but it's like all the stuff that we got. It was all kinds of shit, but one of them was it was Crocs Ortho Summit. <laughs> Like custom Crocs, yeah. I got the, I got size twelve. I'll cut them in half. I'll send them to you. You'll have a whole. I don't, I don't see Chewy wearing Crocs. I feel like Chewy's refined. Like I doubt he's wearing. He's wearing like there's zero chance or some shit like that. No. He's got the, the yeah. Crocs. I know. It. I, I, I I don't have Crocs. The uh, I I do have you these. Do now. Uh, 
Well, yeah, that's true. Um, I do have. Are you going to win then? Um, maybe when he guards, when he watches this <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's that's actually when I was thinking about having that. You know, they'll be my like you know little like going outside shoes right by the door. You know, I'll, don't I'll do it. Him. Did you start wearing it to the store and shit? If I see you in Crocs <laughs> outside, I'm gonna be like, dude, why is he wearing no, Crocs in the store? I will show you. I I am currently wearing a pair of uh, pebble grain leather Birkenstocks. So, However, he does live in Northern Michigan, so that is like regional appropriate. In yes. Pittsburgh, what are you wearing right now? Pittsburgh. Mm. Yeah, what are you rocking right now? Because well, your I mean, white I'm, shoe game is hot. Well, right now in at home, you know, this is an Asian home, so I'm actually barefooted right now. You know, we don't we wear the shoes. See, I know, I know Danny knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> This is like a joke right here. An Egyptian, an Asian, a Mexican, and a white dude walk into a podcast. Dot, dot, dot. Hey, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Venezuelan. You know, don't. You okay, know, even better. Even don't, better. Don't, don't, take, don't take what little brown I have away from me. Okay, I'll give you some brown back. My bad. That's on me. I, I had, on me. You know, I had dual citizenship until I was 18. Oh, dang. I, I didn't, I, we learned so much from this podcast. <laughs> Dude, so, what, so Chewy, you know, yeah. I respect the game. Your suit game is fire. You got the little pocket square and you do the pink and stuff. Like, you know, what, what were you wearing in Boston? Were you, do you do, okay, do you take a wardrobe closet with you or you just, you just throw it together? What are you doing? I, I'm not like, I'm not like Boston. No, I, uh, I, you know, um, I like to, uh, I travel light. Uh, so, uh, I planned, uh, you know, a day or two ahead of time what I was going to wear. So I brought two suits with, uh, you know, a couple of different shirts and ties I could wear if I wanted to mix it up. And, um, you know, always have kind of a backup plan. I'm so self-conscious that uh, if I'm there for three or four days and I have to speak each day, I'm like, shit, I need I need a shit ton of suits. I wish they had like in golf, you can do ship sticks and send your golf clubs. I want to, I want ship suits and they can ship them ahead of time. So they just show up. They're hanging in your closet there. You should that's ask Bossom what he does. I was going to say, that's probably what Bossom does, right? Nobody's yeah. going to need that now. You just gave away a great I know. Idea. I just, I was like, as I said, I'm like, damn it. There's my billion dollar <laughs> idea. But, uh, and I'm always paranoid that I'm going to wear my suit. And then two days later, somebody's going to be like, didn't you wear that the other day? But, I don't remember what you wore, you know, so why would somebody remember what I wore? And it's, Because it's on fucking Instagram, that's why. I know. I can't, <laughs> yeah, now, I can't now, help it, bro. Now it's it. hard to to get around the social media stuff, for sure. <laughs> I was so you got to wear Instagram. Go ahead. I was going to say, so you got to wear, you know, like a pop of color with your tie and the shirt. So that way, you know, it, it shows up distinctively enough that that people focus on that, not necessarily the you know the suit do you think do you think we're peacocking like a boot a boot always says that like you're peacocky like we're just out there you know like look at me look at me you know i don't think it's like that but that's just how i am i said no i mean that's smart so that's why i have to dress nice so that i like the smoke and mirrors make you realize what i'm saying is dumb (laughs) oh i i i kind of do the same thing it's obfuscation man you know don't don't look behind the curtain just look at the curtain (laughs) <laughs> so we're all of average size when I look at us. Um, but one of the things, two of our dear friends, um, uh, there's a couple. One is Tony Romeo, 
and then Spiro Karras from Atlanta. They are big motherfuckers. Like, yeah, they're huge football players. I mean, Romeo played at Notre Dame and, you know, Spiro played as well. And they're both just enormous human beings, but they're very similar in shape and size. I think Spiro is a little bit smaller. So I was sitting. Yeah, they're very bulky. That's a nice way to say. But big dudes. But but they're big dudes. They're not fat. They're just big, giant human beings. Like, how do they get around their biceps, whatnot? But I'm sitting next to Stephen Brockmeyer up on stage, and and I'm sitting next to him. And and Albert knows this because he was sitting next to me when we talked about it. And I looked over at Stephen Brockmeyer, and I just said to him, and and we're up in front of like. I don't know, 500 people, 600 people. I don't know. And did, did I just you, like, lean cover over the mic. I covered the microphone and I said, who wins a death match between these two? And he was drinking his water and he spits all over the microphone. And he just like, it's like, what? And so that was the funny part. We left it at that. But then that night we had the faculty dinner and I ran into Spear and I said, dude, I got to, I got to tell you something just in case you hear it. I got to ask. You know, who's going to win this death match between you and, and Tony? Tony? And without without missing a beat. And this beat, is true because I was there witnessing this. Yeah. Discussion. Without missing a beat, he says to me, oh, I would. I would do a Jap double punch and put him on his back. He wouldn't even know what hit him. And I said, a Jap double punch? And he, like, demonstrated on, on Lynn and, and like, Lynn's like get the wind knocked out of him and he was just like show. I was like what the fuck we were just kidding but nonetheless I mean it was it was just wild and he had already figured it out somebody uh somebody had their daily dose of tea that day yes definitely right on in the armpit we're good but I was surprised because I said Tony's gonna win this if Tony moves fast, but I think Spiro's a little bit more limber. So if Spiro catches him quickly, then I got my money in Spiro. So this is literally, it's, it, this is going to be, uh, it's going to go to the judges. I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this could go either way with that death match. I don't know. Shreve, I'm with you. This could be, this could be agility versus bulk. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but see, Romeo always wears like a really nice suit because he dresses well, and like he's not gonna have good reach, and he's big. Like I feel like but I could. Be like, I, I don't know. I I feel like I feel like Tony's suits. I feel like he's got to go custom to to fit. Oh his, yeah, his size. Some of them so, are spray painted you know, on it. I think. So you know, maybe maybe there's a little room. The question is how tight the armholes are, because if the armholes are tight, then you know he. He can't get his hands up. He'll never defend. Yeah, but I think if he if he can get him, if he can push, if he push Spiro down, he can just rip his arm off and just beat him with it. Beat him That's with his arm. I, but, That's I mean, like, I don't know. But we we digress. I see Spiro. I see Spiro going low though. I see him, yeah. you know, coming yeah. in, definitely going, going low. low. You know, and, and maybe Tony can kind of like, <laughs> you know, do that from the top down. Rock him, sock him, robot him, and then <laughs> yeah. and just like see what happens. I was gonna say that looks like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Oh my God. So this is what we do on the podcast. So you're not going to learn anything tonight, but we're going to laugh. 
Oh my god, Dude, that's so great. We should have like forget the fashion show at the academy. We should have we should make people like put gloves on, do death matches. They're like we'll, we'll all bet. <laughs> get get him get him the giant boxing. Oh, you know the sumo suits. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh the sumo suits. Dude, or, the Everybody. Big, or the big bubble things that you just run into each other and just bounce off them. Like Dude, the hamster wheels. Yes. You know all the ortho guys would do that shit. That would oh, be sure. I mean, I know I would sign up and be like, oh, yeah, I'll get in there. <laughs> I want a big room because I'm getting a running start. <laughs> Actually, the first honestly. one, the first one has got to be then Spiro versus Tony. It 100%. has to be. Uh-huh. Or, or, start... Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Or wait, so you I know think what? that should be the title fight. I think we're going to need an undercard <laughs> to get us there because I'm waiting for that late in the evening. <laughs> be like UFC. So here's exactly. the thing then, you know, this could be a real thing and we charge people and we send the proceeds back to ASES or something. I mean, this could be like a real charity. Wait, this is my, no, no, no. This is I'll, I'll... The inaugural pod star, not a doctor meeting where we do celebrity death matches with famous orthopedic surgeons from across the country. That's pretty funny. I think that we should raise the money and give or, them to Bassum for more suits. Or ortho famous death matches. I like it. I like it. This is good. So while we have you guys here, because you guys have the swag, we we have a little game tonight. So we're going to show you pictures. And being that it's a podcast, yes, you'll be able to watch it on YouTube. So that's why. But Cuff Daddy, because he is eloquent and can see color, we've already established that Bobby and I cannot. We are going to have him describe the outfits. And you guys are going to uh, judge is a strong word. But judge these pictures. <laughs> so, Bobby, come on up and send us some pictures. Who do we got? So this is what I call the orthopedic Ooh. outfit of the day, the O-O-O-T-D. Sure. This is a tough one. So this is my, my mentor, Joe Abood. We got Joe Abood and Danny Acevedo, myself here. So Joe's, yeah, Joe's rocking just basic stuff, basic blue shoes, blue, blue pants, and a white shirt. The color coordination is on point. Um, you got Cuff Daddy here with the swaggy drip. I got a gray suit custom. Uh, you got a white T-shirt and a white matching hat with the black little bandana thing on it. And uh, some white low-top Christian Louboutins with a subtle rim of spikes. What do you think? <laughs> who, who's, who did it better? What do you think? Uh, I mean, listen, I mean... Cuff Daddy. I mean, you know, this is this is sort of, you know, this this is a look that's right up my alley. You know what I mean? The uh, you got the white shoes on. You got the you know you got the uh, the relaxed kind of um, cash, but uh, serious. You know, cash, but I mean business type of look. I mean, uh, it's got it's got to go to the Cuff Daddy. This is the front party in the back. That's what I call it. I could I could actually see a little like a face swap here between uh, Cuff Daddy and, and Albert Lynn. I mean, like, he seriously, he could swap it. I'd be, you know. Chewy, I, I agree. I, I was, was we got I literally was going to say the same thing. Let's see what we got next. What do we got next? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Somebody comment on the brown shoes in the background. What are those? <laughs> There's some ugly-ass brown shoes that need a shine. But, all right, next. Oh, this is a group photo. So I'm just oh, going to point out the two people in the front because that's the best. You got Albert Lynn to the right, it was a loose collar unbuttoned at the top, like a light blue shirt with the custom blue suit. I love the white pocket square matching the white tennies. 
bald, shiny head, nice smile. Looks like he just plucked his eyebrows. He's looking really thin. <laughs> then we've got Sharif Bechet over here. Those shoes are sick. That's the first thing I'm looking at. Sharif's got some like blue shoes on. That Gucci's are those baby. Ferragamo? Are those Ferragamo? Those are those no. are Gucci's, aren't yeah, they? I, I thought they were Ferragamos too. Adidas no, those are Gucci Adidas collabs. Yep, yeah, that's yeah. definitely a collab. I know that. He's got the great pants on. Uh, I would have went a little darker, but the light blue, the light blue blazer with the white shirt that pops. Got his hair back. That that's a, he's looking fierce. He's looking fierce. What do you think? Who's winning this one? I feel like I feel like Sharif got you, Albert. You can't judge yourself. Ooh, I mean, I, I, I know I can't judge yourself, and I, you know, I, I I can't, you know, those those Adidas Gucci, you know, hybrids. You know, oh, man, boy, well, that's a tough one. Wearing? You guys, you guys both look so good, but I, I gotta, gotta say, I really love Sharif's kicks. Why does he look I mean, so big? Are you are... that little, Albert? I feel like we're the same size. Is Sharif that big? <laughs> you know, How it's funny. You? I, I saw, I'm tall. six two. I'm six two. Oh, yeah, he's a tall man. You know, I'm I happen to be, man. listen, I, you know, I happen to be next to Sean McMillan as well. Who is basically not tall, you know? I, I, I you know, he, he and I are like the same height. Maybe I don't know. I thought maybe I was like an inch, maybe an inch taller than him. You know? Then you got like, think, you know, you got look, Sharif next to both of us. He's gonna look like a fucking giant. I look like, <laughs> a, I look like a fucking enormous human. I look like Paul Bunyan. The it's all that Paul camera's Bunyan. perspective. Exactly. Look at the gems inside your pocket. Like put me in your pocket. Let's go. Exactly, but if you look closely, it does appear that Sean is on his tippy toes. It's, oh, it does. It does. It does. Good, good pickup there. Yeah, yeah. Pick up. yeah. And then there's a giant white afro behind you. <laughs> that's the pro. No, that's well, you big, can't see what he's oh, wearing. He's just like it's just like a head. You only yeah, see Scott's it, head. It's like a floating head, and then David Hook and Paul Favorito are just in the background chilling. So, all right. All right. It's funny, you know, the one thing I would say, hey, Albert, you almost look like a cutout of yourself. I mean, you're like so oh perfectly God. posed. I mean, doesn't it kind of look like, you yeah, know, it looks you like could a cardboard. Have this, you could have that cutout of Albert. If, if Cuff Daddy's bringing his game, you know, I, I got to I gotta make sure. Uh, you I, know, respect, sure I respect it. Definitely drippy. Definitely drippy. I like it. I like it. And I like the, the, the white pocket square that is flat, not just poofy and stuff. The way you rock that, I love it. Yeah. I don't do those little square things. I got to check that out. You know, I, I fucked around with like maybe doing a bow tie, but like other people do bow ties. I'm like, eh, I'm not really a bow tie guy. I like I like the pop collar look you got going on. Yeah, I can't, I can't pull off the bow tie. I, yeah. I can't. I'm, I can't. I'm, I'm surprised. Never trust a man with a bow tie. And I know you rock it, Chewy, every now and then. I do. I'll, I'll, I'll rock it every now and then. The, the question I have, though, is, Albert, did you did you come in with a tie? Or did you come in spread collar? Because how did you get past Kevin? I came in spread collar. I uh, I, I had no idea regarding that tie rule, and I somehow and and I'm Asian too. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, no way, I'm getting into this club. It was the Harvard <laughs> Club in Boston. It's like I'm, I, I'm, I can't believe they let me in. I'm pretty sure there are plenty of Asians in the Harvard Club. <laughs> <There's nothing. laughs> yeah, I don't know. What do we got right. next? What do we got, what next? We got next? Let's go next. Oh. Oh. oh, so for those who can't see, th this is the hair, this is the hair competition. Sharif's on the right with the man bun extraordinaire. That shit is locked fucking tight. It looks like yeah. you gel the top of your head. Right. And like nothing's gonna move. And then you got Bossom Ellison with the curly hair ponytail. That's looking fierce too. It's, it's a fierce competition. 
And it's since he's one of the world's experts on scapula, it's as long as the bottom of his scapula. It goes to about T7. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think so. It's a T7 <laughs> ponytail, guys. So it's a <laughs> ponytail versus a man bun. Uh, this is this is a hard one, Chewy. I uh, depends on if you know. I mean, Sharif, are you running like from somebody af- right after this? Because it's oh, a I'm more always aerodynamic. Running. I'm always <laughs> running. I mean, perfect example is when I was checking into my flight. I was looking to see if I was on the upgrade list. I found myself <laughs> on the no fly list. <laughs> See, Albert, I thought, you know, you were maybe going with the whole, if you're running away from someone, it's better to have the buns. Um, that way it's harder for someone to reach out and grab you. Right, that right. Shit and, you know, that, is that is true, too. That back is to true. Fighting. I, I like the ponytail. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, dude. That's like some Antonio Banderas type shit, and it, it's looking fierce. I'm definitely going ponytail. I don't have hair now, so... That's yeah, something I would like to have in another life. Maybe if I think I'm going to lose to anybody, I'm okay losing the bass. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Cuff Daddy, you and me both. You know, I I, I don't know. I you know, I, I like, like Cuff Daddy. I'm I'm a little. I have I have some hair envy as well here. And I don't know. I feel like we look scary. You know? Like not gonna lie, we look scary because we're bald headed. Sharif, I, I, I think I, I like I like that tight man bun there. I think that's hard to pull off. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate that, especially in orthopedics. I think it is. I think it is good. You know, so um, way back in my long hair days, and I'll tell you, I'm totally envious envious of both these guys' hairs because I can't do that anymore. But way back in my long hair days, I I, uh, I would occasionally do a ponytail, but I, I never rocked the bun. You know, it just wasn't a thing back then. So um, I can imagine. I think that it's. Lady- Letting I them have this as residents, right? Like as residents, they used to make you look clean. Like we had an attending, and I'm not going to name names, who like wouldn't let you have a beard. Like if you had a beard, you couldn't scrub, even though there was like no evidence that that causes any infections. But that's kind of messed up, right? Like so having long hair, I feel like that was like a no-no back then. Uh, Danny, <laughs> I used to get brought into the chairman's office because – I wasn't shaving enough, like literally, because by the end of the day, I had five, you know, I had like, I had like three day shadow at the end of a day. And he would be like, you know, Dr. Chenard, you did not shave today. And I'm like, dude, I shaved this morning. I'm like, I, I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to shave two Chewy. times a day. Chewy, he, yeah. he was probably suffering from low T, you know what I mean? Maybe. But there's a reason his name is Chewy. He's over there, like in the R. Yeah, I wear I'm throwing a out my Chewbacca. <laughs> I wear a spacesuit for all my cases just to keep my beard. I don't even care. I just full even like a carpal tunnel for like a tennis elbow, like full spacesuit. Oh man, full Darth Vader. <laughs> Not me. I'm like I'm like a I'm like a 1970s Playboy. I've got the stuff hanging. I just wear the mask and I've got oh, stuff geez. hanging out. I'm like, I love that's it. weird. <laughs> All right, next up, Bobby. What do we got? Oh, there's a bunch of dudes. Oh, shit. Is this in Colorado? Like, why does everyone so, have like hiking shoes on? Yeah. Everyone's got hiking shoes on. Yes. That's, that's this is regional. Yes, this is oh, regional. Yeah, so, this is in the snow. So, everybody is like lodge chic, especially yeah. Bill Levine is that over Bill the Levine on his phone? He's yeah. on your I think he's on, his he's phone. on the panel. He's over there on his phone. <laughs> He's ordering a pizza. <laughs> He's like, He's hungry. Fuck this. I already know how to do a total shoulder. I'm getting a pizza. 
I don't know. Oh, I, you know, I, I, I'll just have, my gut reaction is, you know, I got to, you know, I got to say it's got to be Pascal. He's, but, you know, he's the Frenchman. Of course, he's going to be the most elegant one up there. Well, sure. I mean, he just sounds cooler. Like every time he talks, I'm like, damn, he sounds so fucking cool. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is kind of a wash. This one easy with this was Pascal. Next. Oh, <laughs> this is the guy. This, so for, this you gotta, is gorgeous. You gotta put this on YouTube. You got to look at this. This is Doctor, the famous Doctor Boston Malasan, who we all respect as probably one of the most amazing shoulder surgeons ever, right? An innovator, everything, and the swag is on fucking swole. Yeah. He's got his glasses that matches his pocket, like little triangle thing. It looks like somebody folded it up into a rose, and he's got like what is that? A yellow? Is that a Olive suit is that yellow? What color is that? It's a, to, in my eyes, it's yellow, but again, color white. And then he's got like this artistic, like prints, like shirt, collar pop, subtle, like hair coming out the chest. I mean, this guy looking so pimp. He looks awesome. We should just make I, him a figure. I have to say, one of the things I enjoy the most about this is his ponytail is hanging over like a chinchilla on his right. It's like an accessory. Shoulder. Yes. <laughs> it's it's, it's then, got but, the hair accessory coming around. You got, I mean, dude, you got to love a guy like this. Like, if you see this guy, you just, like, want to be his friend. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, he's got, like, the perfect, like, custom boutonniere and, you know, his yeah. suit's Oh. Everything he does is custom made. So, I mean, it's, it's like, you know. Perfect. So, pimp. This oh, is beautiful. Well, I, well oh. so the best thing, you know, one thing to take away from Bossom is the cut and fit of his suits. Yeah. Because, again, they're, you know, they're custom. But the, the point is, you know, a well-fitting suit always looks better than a poorly fitting suit. That's really? true. That's true. Because my gray one's fitted. That one looks fire. But, like, I got Same. another like, a blue one that like I got and then I had it like tailored, it's not as good. Same goes with scrubs. <laughs> yes. I'm just leave it. You can't wear like a quintuple X and just roll out and just be like, I look good. No. Dude, after this yeah. episode, like all the orthopedic surgeons who listen to us, like all 15 are gonna like be like swagged <laughs> up, like in their, in their hospital, like super dripped down. They're gonna start wearing like Gucci loafers with their figs and everyone's gonna have a fucking ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, this is fine. I'm gonna I want to circle back a little bit to what uh, you know, going back to the unboxing uh, from Kevin's meeting and what Albert said earlier. So, I still am. I'm I'm a I'm a suit guy every day that I'm in clinic. Um, but I put on the figs in the uh, in the hotel room, and I was like, wow, you know, these are not so bad, right? Wait, these you, are really. You got a pair yeah, of figs? Got, yeah, we got a pair of figs. Uh, yeah, and I was like, wow, these are really nice. And my wife was like, those look good. You know, she's like, you know, maybe you should mix it up, honey. Think about getting some figs to, Listen, to so wear to the office. I was like, oh, I, don't like I, can, I don't know if I can See, wear scrubs. In I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you, Chewy, I went after after COVID. I now wear fig pants and probably like a golf quarter zip. I won't wear, I can't do the full scrubs in, in the office, but I'll do like a quarter zip. And then scrub pants, and I've really enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I'll tell you, before COVID, I was <clears throat> I was like suited up, you know, three piece suits and all this stuff. And COVID happened, and I just I just kind I just never really went back to it. I uh, I put my white coat on, and you know, I don't know. I like I like the way it feels. The white coat? I've never been a white coat. I hate the white coat. I like scrub like. white coat in my in my uh, in my Crocs. Sort I feel of like my a thing. medicine doctor when I wear my white coat. Probably it's too long on you, brother. All right, next. <laughs> <It's> too long. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? 
Oh, shit. oh, we got the fro. This, this guy looks like he's going to the beach. So the fro is chilling. Scott Sigman just chilling. He's got a blue Hawaii shirt, collar pop. He's in shorts. It looks like he's going to the beach. He's, he's going to. Is this at a? Is this at a meeting? Is this the lecture? I'm not even sure where this is from, but <laughs> I'm, looking Sean, I'm looking at Sean McMillan wearing a uh, wild Cleveland jersey from the movie. Get on the heater, Ricky. That's all I can hear and when I look at that. They're just I, chilling. I mean, this, this this, that's it, it's just a bad look. <laughs> I, I don't think either of you guys could pull that off, and nor would you want to. So I, I, I would um, no, I'd uh, no. I'll tell that's you, the, you know, I, I gotta respect Siggy's hair. You know, it's like uh, it's like it's it's like you know like those uh, those wigs that you see in those like uh, those movies, you know, from the seventeen hundreds. It's uh, hashtag follow the pro. It's uh, it's, it's uh, you know where we, we were. Out he definitely puts that. product in there. We gotta have him on the yes. show. He's definitely yeah, we, good. But it's but it's so soft. I actually I touched it at. Uh, oh, I, mean, you oh, I was like, here. He, he, I, he, I know, I know. I could like it was like a tractor beam. Like my hand just went. Up. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> touch that. Yeah, I mean, what did so you say? Oh, he was like, oh yeah. He, he's like, Chewie, you can touch him. You can touch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's hair. and it's lovely. His hair is lovely, man. I just it's glorious. Everyone's catching everyone's so catching Scott Sigmund's hair now next week. It is my wife my wife loved it. I mean she's like, oh it's so nice. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> All right, next up. Ooh. Who is that? Oh, I know. He's he's a he's a uh, a world famous knee surgeon. He's a knee, he's a joint surgeon, right? right. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got really big yep. caps. That's like pretty impressive. Or or it's an ill-fitting suit, hard to tell. Uh, I think why don't you describe this? I think all this stuff is custom made. Actually, I would hope so. Yeah, I definitely couldn't pull that off. I'll tell you if if you didn't know who this was, right? You you might think that this uh, this like Beetlejuice, like from behind at first glance. (laughs) So, what color is this? I mean, I don't even know. It's purple. Uh, It's purple lavender. Purple lavender pinstripe suit. Oh shit! That makes it even more shoes, exciting. Blue shoes, black bottom with the with the purple. It, it kind of goes like it's a little off, but I, I feel it. I mean, yeah, those a, are probably like lot. some Zanatis or something. Those are like Giuseppe Zanatis or oh, something. Oh yeah. I mean, he rocks. Some he of us the demons. He rocks it. <laughs> I'll say this: I come to it, but he does it every meeting, and it is incredible. So God bless him. Yeah. Keep, keep rocking it. I love it. Keep rocking ain't, it. Ain't uh, eight, eight. Eight. <laughs> All right, keep it going. What else? Oh, oh, oh Chewy. Chewy, the Parisian Chewy Chunard. What, what is the hat called? What is that? It's a beret. So it's, it's a it's a beret. That was a it's a Basque beret. Um, it is a, it is a true merino wool Basque manufactured beret. Uh, and that is a a cotton bateau shirt. It's a it's a you know. French You're saying big words. I mean, yeah. you got horizontal stripes on your shirt plus horizontal stripes on your socks. I on mean, the socks. That's, that's legit. And the colors match. And the shoe yeah. game matches the pants with the hat. I mean, I mean it's this, a beautiful this is a well done outfit. This is a well done well, so, so remember, I did. So I did take off my suit jacket to put this stuff over the top because, you know, I was, I was sitting in the audience sort of incognito and I was right next to Mike O'Brien and he's like, 
Julie, what's in the bag? I was like, I kind of opened the bag. Like I'm like, too. I'm like, I'm like props, buddy. Props. He's like, huh? It's like, you'll, well, you you'll had see. to be Parisian in this in this episode here. You had to be Parisian, so it's it, you you killed it. Julie, However, I want to go. This I don't know why I want to get on a gondola when I see this. I know that's Italian, but I mean, it's just like I want you to like sing to me. Uh, you know what I mean? It's it's beautiful. So people don't know. People probably people probably don't know what we're talking about. But this was last year. Shoulder three sixty. Chewy gets up like dressed full Parisian and like goes and gives a lecture with like a Parisian accent with a fucking beret on and just like crushes it. And it was like the coolest thing we've ever seen. And we all like laughed and we learned shit. It was hilarious. No doubt the best lecture and the best moment of that whole meeting. And that was a great meeting. And that it was, was legendary. Amazing. You might as well, well be hearing accordion in the background, you know? Well, let me just tell you, it was one of those things where like, um, I figured it was either going to go really, really well <laughs> or really, really badly. And that would have been the last time I was ever on stage at any orthopedic thing ever. Dude, that, that's so. ballsy. I respect that. That's super ballsy for sure. Love it. Well, I, you know, okay. So, respect. so, in, and in, thank you guys. And in, in my defense, you know, uh, we, we've got our, our, you know, comedian trio of people that organize that, shoulder 360 and they give me a topic that i'm like you know what do i do with this you know like uh you know i have to go up against you know tony miniachi and ivan wong you know like what what am i going to do so i um, i figured i would not necessarily take the fight to them on a uh scientific level and just uh <laughs> you know try the uh, hearts and minds approach and uh <laughs> make it all about propaganda I love yeah. It. See again, if you can't beat them, look too good. <laughs> there you go. All right, next up. Oh, that's the last one. <laughs> Probably was that it? I guess so that's we it. dropped it. I mean, it. I mean yeah, I was say, that's a drop the mic moment right there. All right. All right. So that was fun. And it's it just shows that we each have our own little bit of style. Uh, and I think that's what you got to own when you get up on stage or in clinic or wherever, because we talk a cup daddy and I talk a bunch about branding. We each have a brand. So if, if cup daddy was to come out in that purple suit, I'd be like, are you feeling okay? Or if he came out with <laughs> ill fitting scrubs, I'll be like, are you all right? Cause Dude. that's not, it, it's not his thing. I mean, this is super cool guys. I mean, thanks for coming on. I mean, you know, it's just fun having like these prominent shoulder surgeons and just hanging out with you, just like just talking about random shit. Cause we always, we know how smart you are and how good you are, but it's just cool to talk to you guys as like real people. And I think like, you know, maybe some of the listeners kind of like seeing that side of you that, you know, we do, we fuck around a lot. <laughs> but Cuff Daddy, are they smart? Because we have one more segment. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's find out. All right. So, there's some unique, not only styles, but there's some unique names in orthopedics and in shoulder surgery. So we're going to go head to head and Chewy against Linsanity. And I'm going to show you a name and you're going to have to tell me what it is. All right. Okay. And then because there's some good ones here. Can I just concede right now? I'm an idiot. No, 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 so, no. You're going to just, just rock this I'll keep out. Okay. I'll keep okay. All right. So we'll start with you, Linsanity. <laughs> we'll start shortest to tallest. All right. <laughs> All right. 
Say it out loud. Larry Galata. Okay. Well done. I got that one. All right. That was easy. That was easy. <laughs> that one was easy. All right. Ready, Chewy? Sure. Larry Field. There That's it is. easy, dude. All right. All right. Hold on. Let's see. Another one. Okay. Anna Quincy. Close enough. No, that's right. Okay, Anna Quanzay. Anna Quanzay. Yeah. All right. Ready, Chewy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Michael Freehill. Insanity. <laughs> Hiroyuki Sugaya. Nice. Nice. Excellent. Okay. Chewy. Patrick Denard. Chewie's really good at this. Chewy's we got two more. Really we got two more. Two more. Let's okay, yeah, more. we just got we just got a handful more. Ready? All right. Let's see, Andy. Oh, Thomas Quinn Throckmorton. Okay, oh, I threw you a bone. He there. knows him. He knows. All right. Ready? Literally threw you a bone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, John uh, Zero Genus. Close enough. He goes by X, so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Insanity. Oh, I know. Um, Armodius Hazadakis. Yes. Oh, you got that. That's a Chewy. good one. Chewy. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Edwards. I sort of feel like you know you're 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 putting me on the remedial train here. <laughs> All right. All right, don't worry. You're going to get it at the end. I mean, the, the right? one before was Lindsay. tough. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Cole. Okay. And Chewy, for the win. Is this Ready? because I'm from Louisiana? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I um, knew that was going to come. Jennifer. Tang to Fayabuntana. She goes by she goes by Doctor Gen T. I was gonna say we call her Gen T. Yeah, because I don't think she knows how to pronounce her last name. (laughs) I I mean, I couldn't spell. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So is that? um, So so let me ask you this: Is that um, Indonesian? I think it's Thai. I think she's Thai. Thai. Okay, all right. People people always mispronounce our names. Some people call me like Ace Vito. Ace Vito, I'm like it's it's not it's Acevedo. It's like I get I, I get Bishai, and so that's why I put my middle initial so it rhymes. Sharif K Bishai. It's simple. Like I'm sure they mess uh, your name up, right? Chewy Chunard. Oh yeah, it gets brutalized all the time. So, I always yeah. love it when people stand in front of you and be like Chunard, and you're like, <laughs> what? And it's like, but they say it to you like they're saying it right. And it's like, what? It's like, Lynn, I don't know how you could mispronounce that. They're like, I don't know. But it's crazy. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for your time. Uh, I know you got time's important, but uh, glad to have you on, and I uh, hope you can make it again. And keep it swaggy. We loved having you swaggy, guys on. Oh, yeah. That, you know, anytime. That was a lot of fun. Listen, this is super fun. Thanks for have, having us on. All right, boys. We'll yeah, talk yeah. soon. Can't wait to see you in two weeks in Scottsdale. Bring the Scottsdale. swag. Oh, we're bringing the swag. Do it. <laughs> <It's on. laughs> All right, boys. Have a great night. Good night. That was well, fun. We're so, we're so random. <laughs> it's like they probably weren't ready for that that conversation. They're like, "What are we going to talk about?" They're like, "What the." fuck were they talking about how did we get into that like why why
Like, I, mean, I just wanted to talk about I, I thought I was coming out here to talk about shoulders and this, this guy's talking about like purple lavender suits. Dude, it's like it's part, of being a, it's part of being a surgeon, right? If you could put together a dope outfit, then I know you could put together a dope total shoulder and that shit's going to look fire because it's the same thing, right? We're looking good for whatever reason and then you're making your x-rays look good. It's the same thing. So I, I, I treat everything just like that. No, I think you're right. I think for those listening, especially if we have the residents that are listening, you know, that's part of the vibe. You know, when you land wherever you land after your residency and fellowship, you, you have to make some sort of name for yourself. Obviously, it's the skill set, but there's something to be said about, you know, looking good where the patient's like, man, my 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 doc's a G. So I think that's what you want. And and, it, and those guys that we had on tonight, they they they're they're that quiet slick swagosaurus and i love that and so <laughs> the swag is runs deep i love it all right guys well thanks for tuning in and that concludes our episode of i'm a pod star not a doctor cuff daddy signing out find us everywhere you find your podcast and don't forget to find us on socials at i'm a pod star not a doctor on tiktok instagram and youtube have a great night peace Trying to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles. Cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles Cause anything is possible Oh man, I got a lot of dough Stack that bread and buy my nose Anything is possible I grind to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles Cause anything is possible Oh man, I got a lot of gold Stack that bread and buy my nose Anything is possible Yeah, all I know is get paper All I do is shit major Bought a condo on the top floor In the buildings, the skyscraper Feeling like I'm Kobe, LeBron for the Lakers Feeling like I'm Idris, Paul Walker, Taker New Rolly, no diamonds in it New Porsche, all dimes in it I'm infatuated with fine women Corona extra with the lime in it Just a safe to Henny Used to be a penny pincher Now I'm in plenty business The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent.